Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. He wants the body of Christ on earth. The church has been raptured and that restraining influence, the Holy Spirit working in and through the church has been removed. The son of perdition, as Paul called him, the lawless one is going to step forward and be revealed, seize power, I would say. In today's message, Pastor Robert will share with you about the rapture of the church. The rapture is a term that we use to refer to when Christ will come back to the earth to take Christians with him to be in heaven. As Christians, we have the Holy Spirit. And when that Holy Spirit leaves, the Antichrist will reveal himself. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 24 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. tribal mentality where it was basically whoever was the strongest and could come up with the best weapons and raise the strongest armies that they were the ones who dominated right and and the brutality most of us can't even imagine and there was restraint not much but there was restraint there will come a day when there will be no restraint whatsoever so imagine the most horrible tyrant, the most horrible human being that that you could possibly imagine and multiply that with no check, no no restraining influence, none of that. And that's what you're going to have. And then some. But you see, just like the angel told Lot that he couldn't unleash God's wrath on Sodom until righteous Lot had left the city Well, in the same way, God is not going to pour out his wrath on the earth until the church has been evacuated. 2 Thessalonians 2, 6 through 8 says, Now you know what is restraining, that he may be revealed in his own time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. You see, once the body of Christ on earth, the church has been raptured, and that restraining influence, the Holy Spirit working in and through the church has been removed. The son of perdition, as Paul called him, the lawless one, is going to step forward and 
be revealed, seize power, I, I would say. But in order for us to understand that which Scripture tells us there in Matthew 24, 15, that we should understand, we need to back up and read what Daniel the prophet wrote. In, in Daniel chapter 9, and we're going to read a, a chunk of it here, Daniel 9, verses 20 through 27, we find this. Daniel writes, Now, while I was speaking, praying, and confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel and presenting my supplication before the Lord my God for the holy mountain of my God, yes, while I was speaking in prayer, the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, reached me about the time of the evening offering. And he informed me and talked with me and said, O Daniel, I have now come forth to give you skill to understand. At the beginning of your supplications, the command went out, and I've come to tell you, for you are greatly beloved. Therefore, consider the matter and understand the vision. Seventy weeks are determined for your people. That's a key statement, by the way. Seventy weeks are determined for your people, the Jewish people, and for your holy city to finish the transgression, to make an end of sins, to make reconciliation for iniquity, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal up vision and and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy. Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the command to restore and rebuild Jerusalem until Messiah the Prince there shall be seven weeks and 62 weeks. So a total of 69, but he's telling us that there's a division. They're not, you know, um, consecutive. Seven weeks and 62 weeks. The street shall be built again and the wall, even in troublesome times. And after the 62 weeks, Messiah shall be cut off, but not for himself. The idea there is Jesus was crucified, but not for anything he did. Is because of what you did and what I did, right? Be cut off, but not for himself. And the people of the prince who is to come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. The end of it shall be with a flood until the end of the war, desolations are determined. Then he shall confirm a covenant with many for one week, but in the middle of the week, he shall bring an end to sacrifice and offering. And on the wing of abomination shall be one who makes desolate. On the wing of abominations shall be one who makes desolate. Even until the consummation, which is determined, is poured out on the desolate. Now, again, we don't have time to really unpack all of this in detail. You're going to have to do some homework. And if you want to go further with this, you know, you can, you know, listen through the teachings on, on 1 Thessalonians and, and on the book of Revelation. You can dig into this more, more deeply, but you need to know that the 70 weeks of Daniel chapter 9 are periods of seven years. And the final seven-year period is the period known as the tribulation, or as the prophet Jeremiah calls it, the time of Jacob's trouble. What the angel said to Daniel was that this was a a time that was appointed for Daniel's people, the Jewish people. This is primarily something that God has appointed to deal with people of Israel. All of humanity is going to be a part of it, though. And, and, And so Gabriel told 
um, Daniel there in, in verse 27 that the prince who would come after Messiah was cut off, after the, the, um, the crucifixion and everything, he's, he's called the son of perdition, the lawless one, the antichrist. He's going to confirm a covenant with many for one week, for, so for seven years. And the wording there suggests that there's going to be something already at play that he will then establish, make firm, lock in, however you want to call it, solidify, and it's generally believed to be a seven-year peace treaty. It's clearly a seven-year covenant, covenant of peace, peace treaty, whatever. Now, halfway into that, three and a half years into this period of tribulation, he's going to break the treaty, he's going to desecrate the temple, he's going to go into the, that holy of holies in that newly rebuilt temple and, and, uh, and desecrate it, possibly by sacrificing an unclean animal. That's already happened one time in history. It may be that it's just, he's simply going to walk in there and, and demand to be worshipped as God, because the Bible is clear that that is something he's going to do, that he's going to actually enter into the Holy of Holies. He's going to put an end to all worship and demand to be worshiped. The establishment of this treaty is kind of going to mark the beginning or that you know, solidification of it. The Bible says he's going to confirm it. He's going to solidify it. He's the one that's going to make it stick. And that's why Israel is going to recognize him as their Messiah because he's going to bring peace to the Middle East. Everybody with me? We're going to be watching all this from heaven as it unfolds. So the, the more important concern for us here today as followers of Jesus Christ is to be able to recognize and be aware of what the Antichrist is already doing in our world. See, one of the things that's missed many times in Scripture is that the Bible tells us that there is coming an individual who will be the Antichrist. He will be possessed by Satan himself. This first book of the New Testament informs you well about the Son of God, Jesus Christ. It details his birth and life, his ministry, and then his death. But it also tells you that he rose again. Jesus is victorious over death. And even more, he's alive today. Your Savior lives, and you can rejoice in that. As you listen to Pastor Robert's message today on Main Thing Radio, you may have realized that you've never given your life to Jesus. Or maybe you've been a believer for a while, but you haven't taken steps to actively live for Christ in your daily life. Today's the day to change that. You can start right now. We'd love to talk to you. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730. 
We're so glad you joined us today. You can hear more teachings from this series in Matthew right now by visiting MainThingRadio.com or just download our mobile app. We'd love to connect with you on Facebook and Twitter too. There you'll be able to get the latest information on Main Thing Radio and Calvary Miami Beach. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Find links at MainThingRadio.com. We'd like to meet you too. You're invited to be part of our worship time at Calvary Miami Beach. Just visit the church page under About at MainThingRadio.com. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio. Radio.